Hello there, and thanks for joining me for this episode of the Psychology Report. Today I'd like to speak a very important on a very important topic for families and for each of us as individuals. There's no better characteristic, there's no better trait, there's no better value, there's no better moral to prevail in a home than truthfulness. It's important that your home be known as the home in which truth is spoken. Almost like the phrase, truth is spoken here. That's what you want. That's what, the, that's what you want for your children, and that's what the children want for you as parents. It's the idea of honesty, truthfulness, fairness, believability, respectability. Those are all tied up in the issue of truth. Because when you speak the truth, people begin to form a belief system in you. They believe you in a lot of different realms and in different areas. If you speak the truth, people respect you. People will rely on you. People will count on you. People will know that they can rely and count on you. And you know that your credit is good. You know that your word is good. You know that your promises are good because you speak the truth. Now, and when you come to a home, truth is spoken here. Let's kind of break this thing down just a little bit, okay? First and foremost, a home that is truthful, is known for its truthfulness, has parents as role models of truthfulness. In other words, parents speak the truth. Parents are the ones that speak up, but speak the truth. Their word is honorable. Their word is believable. Their word is golden. Whatever they say, they will do. Whatever they say they and promise, they will fulfill and follow up. That's what truth is all about. One of the things that's important in children and child development is that they have parents that they can believe in and trust and know that will always tell them the truth. Sometimes they don't like the truth. Sometimes they don't want to hear it. But they know that it's truth that comes out of the mouth of their parents. That child, or those children, are blessed. They come from a home in which the parents establish the home on the basis of truth being spoken there. Okay? That's number one. Number two is, parents, you need to praise your children for their truthfulness. If you have children that speak the truth, and you have come now to trust them and believe them, you're a blessed parent. You're a blessed home. Because... That's a home that will succeed. That's a home that will achieve. That's a home that will be honored. That's a home that will be respected. That's a home that will be looked to, looked to by others as examples for living. And the stress levels will be low in such homes. So, not only should you be the example, the model of truthfulness, but you need to be the person who delivers the compliments, the praise, the approval, the affirmation, the thank yous to your children for their pattern of speaking the truth. So you monitor your children, you follow your children, you listen to your children, you check out your children, and then over a period of time, you come to this conclusion that your children speak the truth and you can believe them. And that's going to be a very mighty factor that your children enter into the community, enter into social relationships, because there will be opportunities for them not to tell the truth. 
There will be opportunities when people don't believe them. And it's important that you as a parent establish a truthfulness in your home. And you praise your children for being truthful. That means they'll even be more truthful in the future because we tend to do the things which lead to praise. Praise establishes behavior. Praise affirms behavior. Praise solidifies behavior. So when you praise truth, the speaking of truth, you'll only get more of it. So that's why it's important to praise. Okay, that's number two. Number three is this. If you happen to be in a situation where you need to punish your child because they did not speak the truth, they were not believable, you know it and they know it. So what you need to do at that point in time, you need to separate out and tell your child, A, B, and C I believe, but D and E I don't believe. Okay? Whatever the statement is, whatever the point is that they're talking about, whatever their storyline is, some of it's believable. And you can tell them, I believe that. I think that's true. But this I have trouble with. This is the part I have I can't believe. This is the part that doesn't fit. This is the part that doesn't match up. So you separate out the truth from the false. And then you punish the false. You know, because you said this, I think we need to deal with it in a form of some, and mild punishment, by the way, or moderate punishment. But you don't want to punish the whole thing, or the whole statement, or the whole story, or the whole event, or the whole episode that the child was involved in, because a lot of it was very truthful. So you, you have to separate out fact from fiction. You have to separate out truth from the untruthful. And you've got to target the untruthful part of it if you're going to punish if you're going to punish. Now, here's another point. Here's number four. If you're going to punish, don't do it severely. Don't be harsh. Don't be overblown. You know, you have to deal with what's uh, inappropriate and untruthful. But you can't be harsh and uh, overly strong in your, uh, in your punishment. Don't be severe. Don't yell. Don't put down. Don't do the things that will diminish a person or make them feel like they're only two cents. Punishment encourages truthfulness if it's done properly. But if it's overdone, overcooked, overblown, overharsh, overabusive, that will only teach a child to be more untruthful in the future. Because what will a child do? The child will tell more untruths to get out of the possibility of being punished, to escape punishment, to avoid punishment. So if you're harsh, you're only telling your child you're going to be harsh if they tell a lie. So that encourages them to lie better <laughs> so they don't get caught and don't get punished. It, it, it works against you. So harsh and severe punishment does not help. In fact, it sets back. But you need to be moderate to mild. But you need to just let a child know that this is not appropriate and that we, we need to be a person of truth. We need to believe in each other. We need to respect each other. We need to have kindness towards each other in this area of life. What you do and now also, by the way, is you confront the child with just the evidence. You know, for some reason you had a belief that the child told the truth to some degree but then did told an untruth to another degree. Parts of it were truthful and parts of it were not truthful. You, you had to separate that out. And you had to deal with that. 
You only punish the untruthful part of it. But don't yell. Don't name call. Don't, de don't put down. Don't degrade anybody. Don't berate anybody, okay? I mean, that doesn't call... I mean, you don't want to diminish the child's self-esteem. You don't want a child. You don't want to diminish the child's feeling about himself. You want to deal with the with the untruthfulness, but you don't want to kill the child. You don't want to kill the self-esteem of the child. You don't want to kill the self-belief of a child. Now, there's a number of games that you can play to help teach the truth. Number of games, and and this is kind of family thing. You can have some fun with it. And recognize that as a family, we need to learn better truthfulness. We need to acquire better truthfulness as a family. We better come to a point where we can believe each other and have confidence, confidence in each other and really live together in a home that's truthful. So here's a couple family activities you can do. Number one, write down the acronym, TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H. Just write it down on a list of, on a piece of paper. And then as a family, as a family activity, Think of all the, all the words that go with each of the letters of truth that relate to truthfulness. Not lying, but truthfulness. So what goes with T in the area of truthfulness? What goes with R? What goes with U? What goes with T? What goes with H? So think of something that would be related to truthfulness in each of the letters of the word truth. That's an acronym. Okay, here's another thing you can do. List five things together as a family, just as a family. Don't pick on one child or another, but just as a family. Maybe each family member picks one or two. What are the five results of lying? What happens if you lie? Well, what's, what's the likely outcome? If you live a life of lying and people can't believe you and can't trust you, maybe you, maybe you can name ten, but at least name five results that come from lying. And then do the same thing the other way around. Name five things that relate to truthful things, truthful talk, talking with truth. What are the five results of you talking truth over a period and being known for truth? You know, people believe you or people don't believe you. It's kind of one example of those two, okay? People have confidence in you. People like you, don't like you. I mean, there's lots of things that you can come up with. Maybe you come up with ten things that are associated with lying and 10 things that are associated with truth-telling so that you help a child think it through in terms of the consequences and the implications of telling the truth and being known for that or lying and being known for that. So here's another one that you can kind of come up with and uh, see if this is uh, going to be uh, you know, a family activity that you can do. Play the game Catch Me Telling the Truth. In other words, have a uh, opportunity to uh, just listen to the family talk over the course of a day or the course of a week, and with the idea of always saying, are you telling the truth or not? Do I catch you telling the truth? Do I know if you're telling the truth? And just listen to the family, and always focus on truth-telling, truth-telling, truth-telling. That's what you focus on, so that there is always this sense of, of being able to tell the truth and being able to know that you're being truthful. So catch your family members being good. Catch your family members being truthful. And throughout the day, just kind of listen and say, ha-ha, I caught you being truthful. Ha-ha, I caught you being truthful. Kind of build that kind of game, you know, within your, your family. Or you might want to play 10 questions and see if you can detect if whether somebody's answering truthfully or not. So the game goes like this. You ask a question and 
The person who is answered has to decide to answer truthfully or through a lie. And then you have to decide whether the person was telling the truth or a lie. And then you tell them why you think you thought they were telling the truth or why you think you thought they were lying. What were the indicators? What were the cues that you use? So you sharpen the awareness of the family in terms of telling the truth or not telling the truth. You see? Being able to really know how this family functions. And you can do these kind of games and just heighten the awareness of truthfulness, heighten the awareness of distruth, non-truth, lying, if you will, because that's what we don't want. But you've got to keep the long-term in view, last point. You've got to keep the long-term in view. You know, if your child is a child that in practices lying or is known for that, is having trouble discerning lying from truth, maybe they can't make that decision. It's a long-haul issue. You're going to have to work with this over months, maybe a year or more. But you're going to have to just stay on it and stand like a target behavior to turn that behavior around. But it's not going to happen just in a matter of days or weeks or a month. When children do not tell the truth, it will be a long period of time of you working on that as a family to turn that thing around so that the child is now known for truthfulness. It's a hard behavior to change. It's like an addiction. And I think there is an addiction to lying because there's an excitement with it. You see, there's always an excitement with addiction. And then there's the relief that you made it, you got by with it, you see. And that's, that relief is like a reward for lying. So lying is an addiction. It falls within the addiction categories. Same with alcoholism and drug addiction, etc. So you can have lying addiction. So we don't want that. But you got to remember, this is not something that's going to go away quickly. This is a long-term proposition. You have to stay with it. And these are some of the ways that you can help that your home becomes a home where truth is spoken. Okay, hey, good to be with you today, and I'm glad this worked out. I uh, certainly recommend your uh, support for Boys and Girls Club of America. Look them up on the website. If there's a Boys and Girls Club in your community, help them out, support them. Go by and visit, get acquainted, or send them a few bucks to help their program. They have all kinds of programs to help children often who don't have a father or don't have a mother or who are living with a grandparent or are in some kind of stressful kind of circumstance. And the Boys and Girls Club is a place to go after school. It's a place to go to on the weekends. They can match a child up with an adult and have kind of like a big brother program, you know, for a child or a substitute parent, you know, for a child. So Boys and Girls Club of America have all kinds of programs for kids, especially kids in distress. If your community has one, support it. If your community does not have a Boys and Girls Club, look it on the website and just send the organization a few bucks. They can use it where it's needed because it's a nonprofit organization. It works on the contribution. It thrives on the contribution of people who believe in it. So I recommend Boys and Girls Club of America. Now, finally, go to my website, booksbyhedberg.com. And uh, in that book, or in that uh, website, I have a book, uh, Doctor, Teach Me to Parent. And in that book, I talk about ways in which you can help a child learn to speak the truth. And hopefully you will speak the truth as a parent and lead the way. Speak the truth in love. And you'll go far, far in the life of a child. Okay, nice to be with you. Bye for now.